0: You are now listening to Safely Exposed, an interactive podcast with your hosts, Christine and Bianca. Here, we will discuss all things mental health and social justice. So let's talk about it. You're safe safe here. here. Oh, we back. Hold on. Hey, y'all, we back with a little quick and dirty. Quick and dirty. Yeah, Man, quick and dirty. <laughs> Filthy. <and, laughs> filth McNasty. No, just a brief episode, y'all. We're going to be talking about code switching. Mm. Ding, 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 ding. What does code switching mean for you? How is Spite, that? fighting ex- word? No, just kidding. Uh, Spite words. What Ooh. does code switching mean for me? I mean, I want to get all technical with the definition, but honestly, like, just off the top of my head, when someone says code switching, I'm like, going back and forth between, like, your language, how you're talking, your behaviors. Mm-hmm. What mm. you're doing, how you're presenting and showing up yeah. to a certain person or people. Yeah, for respectability, that's me. For respectability. Yeah. So for me to add to that is to be closer or more accepted by whiteness or white supremacy, mm. um, right? Like in the name of whiteness, code switching. Yeah, in the name because um, growing up for me, code switching. I don't know. It, for you, I don't. it might be different. But for me, yeah. it would look like putting my hair up, right? My hair would always be up. It would always either be up or straight. Um, speaking well, linguistically, it would sound very much like this and um, very enunciated mm-hmm. um, and upright. That's no right. slang. No slang. Hard Gs. Hard Gs. <laughs> In the ERs. In the ERs. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like. For instance, in my home, it was very much, we sent you to school, so what's up, what's happening, What's all of that, Mm -hmm. where'd I get that from? You know, they sent me to school to learn, or what I don't think my parents understood they were saying is they sent me to school to be white or to assimilate into whiteness. Mm. And so that's that's what code switching is for me a lot of times. Um, And I'm still working on, I guess, decolonizing, Mm. kind of where... And how I show up in places where there are white people or it's a respectable event or a special event, even like, I don't know, for you going to weddings, if there's a particular way in which you present or you used to, mm. uh, you talk to me about it. I mean, I don't know, for growing up, code switching in my youth. In um, hey, your youth. Well, because I was in a lot of predominantly white spaces. Mm, I, I grew up in the hood, but mm. I a lot of the stuff that I did took me out of the hood. Mm. Um, or there was like special programs in the hood that were created by white people for black people. Um, Save the children. Yeah. (laughs) So I was in a lot of those spaces. So I learned pretty quickly how to um, be accepted or feel like I'm not being looked at um, in addition to my Mm, blackness. Like they're not not being, yeah, exactly. So I remember um, in middle school, well, I went to a, an all girl, Private Catholic middle school, mm. and so you know this was like a school that was going to prep you to get into um, like private boarding schools mm-hmm. and like you know those 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 schools that the white people are at. Yeah, the top schools, the, top the private schools, schools that cost a the, lot of money the elite that you're going to get scholarships. Yes, yeah. So when you write your essay, you got to tell them how hard it is to be black. Oh. Um, that kind of thing. Yes. But I didn't actually. Recognize or code switching didn't become like a reality for me um, until I went to high school because mm-hmm. I went to all black schools up until high school and then it was all white majority there no, was no, it me. was you went say that again because you said you went to a white middle school no I didn't I you went s- to an all-girl private catholic middle school but it was, it was all, all brown girls oh. yeah all brown girls it was 60 girls in the whole school and they were all brown brown all brown all brown oh. and then when I went to high school I I was part of 12% diversity so this included exchange <sighs> students brown black students Spanish students that was it you were the diversity pool yeah uh, yeah it was oh great oh my god. uh-huh and so <laughs> when I went I learned to talk like this Yeah. and um except you know I would break character <laughs> Yeah. when you wanted some cool points yes you know, when people would find out where I was, where I was from yeah. in Boston, yeah. they'd be like, because I would present as such, you know, mm-hmm. I actually, I pressed my mom to get my hair relaxed before high school. She did not approve it, but my grandmother's a hairdresser, so, uh, so. I asked my grandmother, and she did it, and I got in trouble. But, you know, Step I went in. to school, and I had hair straight as hell, but scabs galore on my head because, oh you God. know. It's not healthy. No. So, my hair was either um, relaxed or in braids. Mm-hmm um because i didn't really know actually how to take care of my natural hair like that my mom was always braiding or doing my hair and i went to a private boarding school mm-hmm. so to come home every weekend or try to find somebody help. on campus that could do hair and that kind of thing so it's like code switching was really about like trying to make it so my blackness wasn't showing too much mm-hmm. so i wasn't i wasn't inconveniencing yes. anybody yep. with my blackness with my needs so, yeah, it was how I was talking, how I was dressing. I didn't really know how to gauge my sense of style. But, like, even my friends, like, it felt like with code switching in high school, either you're in this, like, between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be white enough for the white people no. ever. And you're <clears throat> definitely not black <throat> enough <clears throat> for the people there. <throat> or you're in competition with people, whether black people at school. Mm-hmm. And then when I would go home... I'm I'm talking like a white person. Oh yes. I didn't my code switching, you know, it failed. Um yeah. Uh code code switching was terrible <laughs> for me in the sense that like it was what I was taught to do was how I was taught that I would fit in and that people would accept me. Anything outside of that was unacceptable. Was too black. Even the volume at which I spoke Mm. was reduced, right? like I was quieter, whereas when I came home and was amongst my black friends, I was animated about, yes right. less animated um when I was around white people um because i as I realized it as I was older, it was to not offend it wasn't to um a comfort thing right making yeah, people ma- making other people comfortable around me um by making myself small, um whether that was yeah vocally my hair all of it. And now as an adult it's hard to for me sometimes to find that balance like am I too loud mm. am I too quiet like what is my my happy yeah. what makes me happy right um I have a big laugh I love my laugh you mm-hmm. know what I mean like and it can be disruptive to other people that's not my problem like mm-hmm. I've learned outside like to 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 come out of like this code switching place and it's a still a process to just do what feels good to me what feels natural and sometimes it sounds like this mm-hmm. um for various reasons right because i i learned that for also safety it wasn't just to fit in but also safety was a thing right that part cuz but then also feeling like oh my gosh if i'm the only black person here mm-hmm. then i'm just going to further f- anything i do is going to further feed into a stereotype mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's always my fear. I code switch out of fear of being stereotyped. Yeah. 10 times. I definitely hear that. Or Oop. not wanting people to put on a black scent. Mm-hmm. Around? Around me. That I'm like. Hey girl, hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, hearing that. You don't do that with your I, other I like, don't even do that. Yeah. I, I don't do it. I know why you're doing it when you did it. It's and, this attempt to relate, but it's not genuine. Yeah, mm, attempt to get cool. Yeah, like when other people are code switch, or it, I wouldn't even say it's code switching; it's appropriating at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's it's so, always made me uncomfortable. Like that's how you relate, and then if you don't relate back, you're a problem. Yeah, like, you're not cool enough. You're not. I definitely like, don't. You to- appreciate my gesture of accepting you or showing you that you're accepted, and it's like no, that gesture indicates to me that you see me as other, other you don't see me as part of the group. Yeah, I definitely had a white girl tell me like, "Oh, I'm blacker than you because oh god. Um, I've, she was, checked off some boxes?" Yeah, she checked off some boxes <laughs> and like I didn't respond in the ways that she thought I should respond. There was a period of time in my life where I listened to only classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, because the music on the radio just wasn't wasn't hitting it for me. Yeah. And um it was just like, "Oh, like you don't know the new latest Jay-Z's album or whatever." And I was like, "No, I'm You know, like, that's where they, this frame of reference. And I'm like, but when you go home, like, is that what you also listen to? Mm. Because it's not, you know, Um, or are you trying to be a rebel by listening to music you deem black or speak with black slang? And now I'm not, you know, affirming that for you. And so now I'm a problem. So yeah, code switching. You can't win. No. And it's felt like this, this this really precarious game with my mental health. And I feel like that's a lot of people mm. who trying to fit in, trying to feel validated and affirmed, trying to find safety with code switching. On one end, you have people being like, you're not being authentic and da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm being authentic about wanting to be safe. Yep. About wanting to <laughs> fit in. Like, that's a thing that most children, adolescents want. Right. And they're going to do it by whatever means necessary. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that... The society, the parents, the, you know, culture that enforces that or causes that to be a thing. I think code switching can be a trauma response, right? Say that. Say that. Because, like, if you, you know, tested the waters here and you spoke a certain way, you acted a certain way in this space, and it was received with backlash or you were judged or criticized, bullied, Mm -hmm. um, abused, and then you know you're gonna learn, okay, I can't be this way. Mm-hmm. I actually can't be my authentic self in this space because it's not safe. So what can I do to protect myself? Exactly. And you're gonna you're gonna act accordingly. Because if you have to be in certain spaces in order to get to where you need to be to grow like, to progress in. My life. cousin said something when I was like in my early I was I was like in middle school, but she was like, it makes me so mad that I I can never go through my life and not have to interact with a white person, but a white person can go mm. through their life and never have mm. to business with a black person at all and get to the top. And that's real. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that, that desire to be at the top for a lot of black mm. and brown people is the reason for code switching. Right. Yep. But at some point that breaks at some point, yeah. um, that cognitive dissonance, right. Um, doesn't work out. And it feels like it feels like you're doing yourself a disservice really by not showing up the way you want to. And it's so it it breaks my heart a lot to hear the stories like and even thinking about my childhood um and how a lot of the time when I did code switch, it was it was rewarded. Mm. So like in middle school, for example, I went to an all green middle first. school. <laughs> yep, reinforced by I, I went Because I was, like, a um, high-performing student, I got invited to go to, like, the fundraisers and stuff for our school um, to get all the money for the little black girls in the inner city. And so, you know, I'm schmoozing with these, you know, middle-aged plus white people talking about, like, the things that I like to do for fun, which can't be anything that, you know, I was doing in the hood at the time. (laughs) Um, you know, I have to be. I, I love to read books and oh, look at how Shawnee ducks And <laughs> I don't know white people stuff, but I love it. White people the stuff. way that white people would respond to me. Oh my gosh, you're so eloquent. You're so well spoken, and I'm just eating that up. Like, yay, I am. But I'm like. Well, wait. Doesn't that go without saying? Like, why do you even have to say that to me? Because they didn't think that you were. They didn't think the little Negro mm-hmm. child, you know, would have any sense about them. They just come here and just yeah. no, just be acting wild. yeah, yeah. And sitting there shucking and jiving for the white man when I'm like, I, I came to school to learn. That's what my mom said. I didn't come to school to make friends with old white people or young white people. I just <laughs> came to learn and I'm really good at it. Just give us the money. Give us the money. We're smart. Keep it moving. Yeah, but... You know, and make sure we still have resources. But the thing is, like in my youth I was always leaving these spaces feeling really weird. Mm-hmm. Like in the midst of it, I'm like, Yeah, yeah, like I gave them what they wanted. And then I'm like, But wait, who am I? Mm-hmm. You felt exploited. <laughs> yeah. And that's rude. But how do you even define that at twelve? You don't have that language. No. Like and a lot of people, even your family, are thinking, No, we're just sending our child to school, they're doing a good thing, right. they're smart, and that's what and that's it's stressful. Mm -hmm. because as an adult I feel like there are certain groups of people like oh you're fake you're a different person I'm like this is how I was socialized Mm -hmm. right not for nothing like I get what you're saying and Mm -hmm. this is how I was socialized right um somebody was like oh you don't show your full self or your real self online or whatever have you I'm like I grew up understanding there was a place for everything yeah I grew up understanding to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. right and to decompartmentalize just on the web or what I didn't I never yeah. understood that to be, like, a thing that you did. You still, that's how I grew up. And in various ways, I've, in my personal at-home life, yeah, I don't do that. I don't compartmentalize in that way. Mm-hmm. But still, the way, the way I am as a full human, not everybody's going to get. So, right. Uh, If I need to do something online, I'm going to give you what's going to get me the things that I need, Mm -hmm. as everybody does. Um, Code switching is just really stressful. And I feel like for people who don't have space like us to have conversation about it, it leaves them or in the conversation that I've had and witnessed people feeling really harmed. Yeah. And just feeling like they need to find space and community. Right. Yeah. I think you highlight something important, B, that you know, the, the, the negative impacts of code switching and how one, I think it can, it can negatively impact someone's, um, sense of self. Like Mm -hmm. I struggled with like my identity because of a lot of your code switching is to just keep yourself safe. It's about survival. Then, you know, where, how are you grounding? Mm -hmm. Um, especially if that's something that you're constantly doing. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also like, how do you, yeah, how do you feel safe? How do you build community? How do you find spaces where, um, you feel like you can be your authentic self yeah. and be safely exposed. Yeah. Did you have any other thoughts? No, I was going like to say it? also it can, code switching can be beneficial, right? When we're talking about gatekeeping and community, like things that outer community um, aren't, shouldn't be saying or mm-hmm. culturally appropriating. I get it. Code switching can be useful in that sense um, and can be empowering. But If that's not how you're experiencing code switching, if it is forced, like you said, for survival, then it's not great. But I think... I wish I grew up in community where code switching was for building community, keeping community safe, gatekeeping in a way that was healthy and sound, as opposed to feeling made fun of. Mm -hmm. Especially when I came home and was talking to either family members or friends, my other black and brown friends, and like, oh, you sound so white, or Mm -hmm. look at you being all so proper or whatever have you. And it was just as like, no, this is, I put this on so I can be safe when I go to school or go to work. And it's not so easy to turn it off yeah um just because you've been doing it for so long so long, long. <laughs> and it can be really harmful like yeah as an adult and you realize i created a safe space for myself and you want to discard it but then to what else right like what's going to replace it yeah. what's going to how are you going to be held yeah um so yeah i'm really curious about other people's experience with code switching um i know i had um i had an interview last year Uh, with two individuals from makeshift Boston who identify as trans, and they were talking about code switching as a means of safety. Mm. Um, So, you know, not being able to wear certain clothes that they want to wear is if they're, um, if they present or they look like a male, but they wanted to wear a dress, it's like not every space you can go and wear a dress. Um, And so they were talking about code switching in that way um, in order to... um, Um, Navigate the world? mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel that. I never, uh, outside of us prepping for this episode, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, Which I think yeah. is, it's hard. It's depressing. I wish it was not a thing we had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that we all grew up in a world where our differences in our tones and our accents and our cultures was just appreciated. I think I'm, for some reason, the boy, the corn boy, corn who likes corn. Oh my gosh, I, I love him. I love him and what he says that about corn Corn. like not everybody has to like it for it to be the best yes yes. (laughs) but there is a linguistics teacher at harvard um i'm not gonna say his name right um some show i post this stuff every once in a while okay but he talked about how in the interview i forget the name of the child and i'm sad about that Mm -hmm. but um how the interviewer kept trying to shift the way his intonation for saying corn because mm. he says con yeah and he kept trying to get him to repeat it and say corn and it was mm-hmm. like how harmful that can be to a child to think the way that you speak mm-hmm. like we're talking about right. is improper and it's like that's mm-hmm. just where he comes from and that's that's how people speak so what's the problem you yeah. understood what you he was saying right so why that. does he have to change it to make you, you feel, feel comfortable, comfortable. yeah um, I think I think that with the grammar police, a lot of times people are like, oh, you're using wrong. You understood what I was saying, right? It's so why are you you're just being picky? And, it, and what's interesting is that a lot of the words that are used in like official documents and stuff actually aren't easy to understand at all. <laughs> it is, it you literally need like a whole degree in certain jargon. Yep. You yep. know, so it's <laughs> oh, who gets to have language that is um not understood by the masses or whatever have you. Gatekeeping, I just for me, I wish I didn't have to go through it. I understand how other people can feel that it's beneficial. Yeah. I just it it felt feels still like a trap. Mm. Like a trap. Yeah. So tell us what y'all think. Please. Um share your experiences. Send us a message. Maybe you have a story or a point that we haven't touched on about code, code switching, switching. Um, or like can highlight in a different way we haven't spoken about. All right. All right, y'all. Stay safe. Please do. Bye. All content and information on this platform, including products and/or services, is for informational and educational purposes only and does not replace medical, psychological, or health advice of any kind with a qualified professional. Take care and be safe.